Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I hear it real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month, or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. See you soon. Did you know that I'm a published author? My book, Sell 100 Homes a Year, it's a bestseller and it teaches real estate agents and lenders how to actually think about doing business in the 21st century. And I want to give you your free copy. All you have to do is go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell 100. That's one zero zero. If you'd like to learn new digital marketing strategies, you've got to get this book and join the other agents and lenders whose businesses in life is being absolutely transformed. Go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell 100 to get your free digital copy today. 
Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? I am so excited today. We're going to be talking about life optimization with Paul. Paul, say your last name. Tokizolu. Tokizolu. He has a podcast called Beyond Homo Sapien, and I am so excited to have him. If you're excited and want to know about how to optimize your life, how to maximize efficiency, how to get more done, how to be more organized and consistent, you are listening to the right podcast. Okay, let's go. How you doing, Paul? Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Krista. It's an honor to be here. Oh, so you. tell us a little bit. I mean, we're just going to get really quickly into your your the podcast that you have, and then we're going to get into more of the evolution of life. But tell me a little bit about your podcast, Beyond Homo Sapien. So my show is all about human evolution and kind of where the species is going. I feel like we're at a very critical juncture here. And the podcast kind of rests on this understanding that I believe the human species has already evolved. I mean, let's just take a look at what's happening here. You're, what state are you in right now? We are in Northern California. Uh, I'm about an hour from San Francisco. So you're in California. I'm in middle of nowhere, Missouri, where it's cold. And um, we're able to have this conversation and this interaction as if you're in my room through the power of the internet. And this is just one example of the countless ways that we are interwoven together, interconnected with each other. And personally, I think that I don't know if we can still call ourselves the same, the same type of, per, of people that existed back in the, the caves in the Stone Age. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the, the premise of the podcast is that we are moving into this new enlightened era, this new age of mankind, and it's just, it hasn't even started yet. Everything we've seen is just a preview of what's to come. So uh, more tactically, the show deals with how do, you, how do you take advantage? You know, if you're someone who sees that that's where the world is going, how can you take advantage? How can you thrive? How can you get ahead in your life? How does this make sense? How do you take all this crazy stuff you see online or in books or everywhere these days and make it into, you know, what am I going to do today? What should I do now? It's so, so true. Uh, we, we have access, you know, just let's talk about that. I mean, we have access to so much stuff. It, it can get really overwhelming at times. And so much so to where a lot of my students will say, you know, Krista, I just feel paralyzed. I don't know what to do. So I do nothing because I'm just so overwhelmed. So, I mean, like you said, we're sitting here talking to each other via Zoom call, via video. You're in Missouri, I'm in California, and it's like we're right next to each other. It's almost exactly. like George Jetson days. You know, when I was a kid, I never thought that would ever be possible. It's crazy. And what's crazier is just if we just think for a second, we could live stream this if we wanted to. You're recording it. It's going to go up on audio. It could go up on YouTube. It could go on social media. It can reach countless people all over the globe. And there's an infinite number of these sorts of conversations happening right now all over the world. And it's creating what I think is, uh, you know, Carl Jung talked about the collective unconscious. I think that that's what the internet is. It's our collective unconscious manifested out into the whole world for everyone to see. In a way, it's like we're always engaged in a form of telepathy with each other. You know, we don't think of it that way, but we forget that because uh, we don't think we talk to each other with our minds, but we do because our minds created the radio waves, the Wi-Fi waves, uh, the 4G LTE, everything. And then we communicate telepathically with each other through our phone. We don't think of it like that. We think of our phone as a third party, but it's not. It's an extension of our minds. It's our minds made manifest into this phone thing that we carry around. Yeah. <laughs> so, really yeah, it's crazy. How fast things are, how, how, are evolutionizing. I mean, it's, it's, it's scary sometimes to think 
just what's happening. And I would think, what's it going to be like in 10 years or in 20 years? I mean, so much has happened in the past year. I mean, think about the phone, right? When we first had the phone, the phones were the size of a shoebox. You probably weren't around like alive then. Because oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, for sure. How old are you, by the way? I'm 28. 28. Okay. So I'm 48. So I'm quite a bit older than you. And then they, you know, and then they were the size of a book and then they were the size of like a little mini, like, you know, race car, the little, little, what they call hot wheels. And then they got here again. And now they're, I mean, it's just amazing. And now we can talk to each other from our phones and see each other, you know, through, through video. It's just, so how do you think, do you think this type of technology and this quickness is helping us as humans based upon your research or is it hurting us or a little bit of both? Uh, it's exposing us, I think is the best way to put it. It's exposing us. It's exposing people. And I think that it is both helping and not helping. You know, in a sense, it's, expo- it's shedding, ex- you know, giving people like you more exposure I see behind you some wonderful the ClickFunnels awards. That's, that's <laughs> congratulations, but that you. but that implies that you have successfully taken advantage and used the internet for your exposure, right? So yeah. whether or not you are uh, you know what you're doing or not is kind of uh, that's one thing. That's how you make money. That's how you get ahead. But like as you know, there's plenty of people these days who have lots of exposure, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know what the hell they're doing. That's kind of the trick of the internet is that there's so many voices out there. How do you know who to listen to? How do you know who's real? So it can help you tremendously. I think it can be an enormous bit of help for us. I think it can save the world and change everything. I think it already has in a lot of ways. Um, But yeah, it can definitely hurt for sure. Especially if you're just spending your day on Snapchat all day for eight hours. Then yeah, of course. It's like everything. I think a lot of people get a little bit of anxiety. I I just ended up having this summit this past weekend. Last week, actually, I people threw in flew in from all across the the, the United States, and we had five days of um, trainings, two different ones, two different levels. And I had some of my students say, "Well, I'm I feel anxious now. I'm nervous. I'm a little bit almost depressed since I've gotten home." And I'm all that's because you learn so much, and your brain is going, "Um, it's on overload." So then it gets nervous because it's not doing what it thinks it should. And then we have, you know, the aftermath of it. So um, I think that sometimes technology and innovation and just the quickness of life can make people feel that more often than not. We actually have more anxiety now than we've had in years, including our youth. Our oh, youth yeah. has so much anxiety because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm t- totally with you. It's it's a big thing. Is and, and here's the thing, like I'm saying, this is just the beginning. You know, wait till virtual reality is a thing. Wait till augmented reality comes out a little bit more. Wait until Elon Musk launches his Neuralink and then you can put your phone in your head. Things like this. So this is just the preview of where this is going. And um, we're going to have to cultivate the discipline to turn the off switch. Mm. And um, part of it, I think, is the fact that um, because of the internet, a lot of the times because of technology, we are learning and more rapidly knowing the damages of technology. So like what you just said, the, what you just said with increased anxiety, you probably learned that online. You know what I mean? You probably learned that somehow online one way or another. So then you read that, you say, wow, I should get offline and go for a walk. And then you, and then you do. So it's, it can be holistic like that. It can be like, oh, wow, my, I just, on Facebook, I just got this New York Times survey about the damages of technology. Oh, wow. And then if you have the discipline and you're smart and you know, you, you know, you, you've listened to my podcast and know about this sort of stuff, you say, okay, I'm going to take a break. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a big part of it too, is that technology and the internet, I think will allow us to understand the damages of technology even greater. And then 
I hope this is the key. Then we say, okay, turn off, turn the phone on airplane mode. I'm going for a walk. And that's, it's got to be the balance. You can't just be always on technology. No well, way. you're absolutely so much more productive when you do do that, you know. And so let's talk a little bit about we're, like life, like optimizing life. And I know yeah. that you. And um, you know, one of the things that I told you that I hear from my listeners and from my students more than anything is that they feel like they don't have enough time in the day and they lack um, consistency and implementation. And so we had discussed getting you on the podcast and really focusing on consistency, implementation, and really optimizing life. How we can be more consistent, how we can implement more and be more um, organized. So give us some tips on that, Paul. I know you, you study a lot about this kind of stuff. So I think a key is really like uh, having a good morning routine. And then a lot of times people also forget the evening routine, the wind down routine as well, that really just kind of keeps you in momentum for the whole day, including your sleep. Your sleep is such a hugely important part of your life. You know, sleep is is key. So you need to also have, I think, a wind down routine of some sort where you get prepped for that seven or eight or however many hours of sleep you're going to have that night. And then that will then allow you to then jump right into your morning routine and go from there. So that's, I guess, the biggest part. Number one, I would say, is that that type of a routine. It can be big or it can be small. Like I know some people who have hour, you know, hours long routines that they do. For me, it's something simple. Like what I found works great is I wake up, I do, um, I drink a lot of water. That's really important. You chug some water. Um, don't sip water. You got to chug it because when you sip water, you tell your body that we don't have water. When you chug your water, you tell your body we have plenty of water. No need to be stressed, and your body calms down physiologically. That's why the, humans are the only animals that sip water. You see any animal drink water, they lap it up like it's the last time they're ever going to see water, right? Like if you see a dog drink water, the dog doesn't just, doesn't just lap it twice and then leave. Like, no. Yeah, he's, that's he's true. Got, yeah. And humans are the only ones that don't. And the reason why is because we're always so rushed and we're like, oh, I just got to sip my water and get out the door. Like, no, it's you have, when you sip water, you're sending your body a signal that says, we don't have enough water. I got to conserve water. And your body becomes more anxious and you get, you feel more overwhelmed because your body thinks we don't have, we need to conserve resources and you go into that fight or flight mode. So that's the first thing I do is chug a bunch of water, tell my body, Hey, we got water, plenty of water around. And then, uh, and then I do the opposite of that. I drink a bunch of coffee. I love coffee. Um, but I always make sure you match your coffee with your water intake because obviously coffee dehydrates you. Um, I make a bulletproof coffee blend, which is like, you know, uh, the, the MCT oil, grass fed butter coffee. I put cayenne pepper and cacao in there and a couple other things. Um, so make my coffee. And then, um, and then usually what I'll do is I, um, I actually got one right here. I have a little, um, a little daily planner, I think. Oh, I thought that was it. Never mind. I have a little daily planner that I go through. I thought that this was it here, but it wasn't. Um, but it has like a list of all the things that I get that I, um, that I'm going to do that day. But it also has a, it's almost like a journaling page that I just made for myself where I ask myself some questions like, what am I grateful for today? Uh, what's my intent for today? You know, what do I want from today? Um, so I have a few little journal, journaling questions on there. And then I have my to-do list. I write out my to-do list of things I'm going to do that day. And then I say, okay, what are the three things out of that to-do list that I must get done today? So my to-do list might be 10 things. And then I say, all right, what are the three that like, I will not go to sleep until these three things are done. And then you pick those. And, um, 
Yeah. And then I usually, I write out, you know, I do a little bit more journaling. I like to write affirmations and stuff like that in the morning. So I do some affirmations. Um, I'm a big fan of spiritual practices and uh, esoteric philosophy and things like this. So sometimes I do some tarot cards or something like that. I like tarot cards a lot. Um, things like that. I do a little tarot or I, I read a book. I read like a, a complicated book to get my mind going. You know, some sort of old religious book or something that I'm studying. Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever I'm into that day. Um, sometimes I might even watch a little bit of like a Netflix documentary or something like that. Um, I've found for me personally, I've, I function better in a ramp up mode. And that's kind of what my routine helps me do is like, I never worked with this whole like nine to five thing. For me, it's more like ramp up a little bit throughout your day till around 11 and then work till, you know, eight or 9 PM at night. That's kind of how I work better is like, and yeah. actually finding finding yeah. how you work better is really important too. So, so having a morning routine, it's funny because your morning routine is very similar to mine. And we we absolutely practice every single day. And we teach our students and everyone, everyone we've actually had a podcast on it to um, visualize your day, seeing yourself succeeding, write out um, six things that you're grateful for. We read our, our manifesto. So it gets in our mind, which is basically our, our affirmations. And then we plan out six things that we're going to get done that day. Um, and then at nighttime, we then schedule our, 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 our day for the next day. And then, and then in the evening and the evening, what we do is we actually map out our calendar our day for the, for the next day. We celebrate our wins because success breeds success. And then we give ourselves permission to dream what we need to do. So tell me a little bit about what your nighttime entails. Uh, nighttime's a lot shorter for me. Um, oh, and one thing I forgot to mention, very important in the morning is meditation as well. Yeah. Meditation and, and if I can, a little yoga too. A little yoga or moving my body somehow. So just to finish out the morning. Uh, but then the evening, um, maybe a little more yoga, perhaps. A little more yoga, um, more water for sure. Uh, definitely more water. Obviously, brush teeth, things of that variety. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I watch a lot of documentaries. So I usually have documentaries going or something like that. Netflix has some great documentaries these days, just for the record. So I've been watching a lot. Specifically on there. Yeah. I've been watching some stuff there. What do you say? Which one do you like specifically? Um, best one I've seen lately is the Roman empire. Have you seen that one? It's on yeah, Netflix. Is it good? Oh, it's amazing. You know, it's one of those documentaries where like they have actors playing out the roles. Yeah, and then they, they and then they they've got like actors doing the actual stuff, and then it cuts over to the doc to the historian. And usually, whenever I see documentaries like that, you know, the actors aren't very good. You know, it's not like an actual show. You know, but but this one's really good. It's about the Rome. It's called Roman Empire. It's three seasons. It covers three of the most famous, uh, most important Roman emperors. Um, yeah, so I, I was watching that, but uh, I like that kind of stuff, like historical stuff. World War II, Roman Empire, you know, ancient history, stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, okay, so, so in order yeah. to have the most optimal life, obviously having a morning routine and an evening routine is very, yeah. very important. How do you, when people come to you and they say that they're, you know, because you really do study evolution and the evolution of where, we're, where we've been and where we're going, how do you, how do you get or what have you experienced to help people be more consistent and to be able to implement more consistent. To be honest, I think when I'm talking about evolution, a lot of times I'm speaking not necessarily about biological, but an evolution of consciousness, which I think is even more important. Like I think that's that's a misconception where our our minds are evolving. 
our bodies might be staying relatively the same, but our minds are expanding and evolving is what I, is what I think. And what the most important part of all of that is overcoming your limiting beliefs, overcoming the things that are holding you back deep inside, because that's what I found with myself. So like, let's use working out, for example. I love working out. I've, I'm getting certified as a strength coach right now, actually. I'm, I love work. I've been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu for like 10 years. I'm a yoga instructor. I, I love working out and moving my body. But for the longest time, I just could not commit to a workout routine. Just could not commit to it. Did not have a workout routine in place. And eventually, I was like, why? Why can I not commit to working out? I love working out. I know a lot about it. And it's not that I wasn't. I was just going, you know, I didn't have a routine. I didn't have like an actual plan. I would just go to the gym and do whatever and then leave. You know what I mean? I was like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know I'll get better results if I've got a program. Why am I not creating a program for myself? And then I realized it had nothing to do with commitment, had nothing to do with, with, uh, with my, you know, anything, my knowledge or anything. All that I had to do was my limiting beliefs about myself. So I dug deeper and I found out maybe I don't think I deserve the body that I want. Maybe it's an issue with thinking about what does Paul deserve in life? You know, am I, do I deserve to have the body of my dreams? Was the question that I, was the question that I came to. And right away I said, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> but that was what was missing. I hadn't had that conversation with myself. I was still, ha- there was still a little voice inside of me anytime that I went to the gym or whatever. And that little voice was like, you don't, you don't deserve this. You don't, what, what, you think you're some Instagram star working out? You know what I mean? Like there's that little boy, that little hater voice in the back of your head. That's like, you're not, get, you're not gonna make it as an entrepreneur. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like the little voice. And then you go down that voice and you say, okay, wh- why is this voice here? Whose voice is this? It's not mine. Is this my mom's voice? This is my dad's voice? Is this my, my husband's voice or wife's voice? I'm it's hearing that back voice. It's Migleda. <laughs> yeah, that is, the, that is the thing that holds people back. They can, you can take all the goal setting courses you want. You can hire all the coaches you want, work with all, listen to all podcasts you want. But if you don't love yourself, if you don't, if you don't think you deserve it, you're not going to get anywhere. Like, do you think Jeff Bezos walks around his, his mansion and he's like, man, do I really deserve all this? You know what I mean? Like, do you think Elon Musk is walking around Tesla factory being like, I don't deserve this. You know what I mean? Like, no, <laughs> no. He's no, like, they, have to, they like, know what they do and they go after it. We all, exactly. we have to. It's true. I tell people all the time, you know, we can give you the blueprint for success. The blueprint how to be the best real estate agent lender and how to market yourself like crazy. But if you... If you don't actually get your head straight and what's in between your ears, it doesn't matter what blueprint we have, you'll never be able to do it. So mindset is, is one of the biggest portions and really, really getting into um, control of your thoughts and what you're thinking, because what you think actually determines your actions and your actions determines your life. So if you can't get your thoughts right, nothing, nothing ever happens. So I'm absolutely a firm believer in that. Okay, yeah, great. So, um, so tell us a little bit about, about your podcast. So, so Beyond Homo Sapien, how long have you been doing it? About a year and a half. And how's it going? It's going pretty well. You know, these things take time. I've been in the Army full time. I'm getting out of the Army actually this week. Great. Um, Good for you. Uh, thank you for serving our country. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for the support. Yeah, I've been an active duty officer in the military police regiment the last six years. So that's been my full-time gig. And then I started doing a digital marketing agency kind of part-time about three years ago. I love marketing. 
And, um, and then, uh, yeah, I started the podcast about a year and a half ago. So I've been doing it. I've been doing it. Um, I've been doing all three of those. So now the army's about to go away and I can focus just on those other two. So now's the time, but yeah. uh, it's going well. It takes a long time to build it an audience. As well as it, it is. It, it definitely takes a long time, long time, very consistent. Um, obviously, you know about click funnels. So do you use click funnels? Oh yeah. 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 I build, I build funnels on click funnels and thrive themes for WordPress. Got you. Got you. Great. Great. I know I've got my fourth one coming. It's in the mail right now. Well, congratulations. That's, yeah. That's yeah. as okay. legit as I guess, for sure. Really excited about it. I actually was in Russell's inner circle. So, oh, really? Um, okay. So you yeah. might know, you might know, uh, do you know Alex Sharfin? Very. Yes. I know very Alex yeah, Sharfin he, well. He's one of my mentors. Uh, that's why he said, shug the water. Oh yeah. He's a man. He's where yeah. I got that all from. Shout out I, Alex. Inside, I, I took his, I was, he coached me for a little bit and then I ended up, um, you know, kind of venturing off, but yeah, he's, he actually used, he owned a company called CDPE, Certified Distressed Property Expert, that to be a multi-million dollar company. And he actually helps businesses, um, become million dollar businesses. So yes, yeah, he's a man. you coach underneath him? I did. I did his Momentum Masterclass. Um, yeah, I worked for him for a little while too. He was a client of mine. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I did all the social media stuff. Oh, great, but, um, great, great. Small world. Yep, everyone knows small everyone. Yep, I know Alex very, very well. He's a man. Um, Shout out, Alex. <laughs> he is. He's great. So, okay. So, great. So, I always... We're coming up to an end here. I try to keep them to about 30 minutes long. And I just have one... I always ask everyone this question without them even knowing. If there's one piece of advice that you could give to everybody um, that you feel would significantly help their life, what would that be? I would say, uh, be very careful about who you take advice from. I would say, I think there's lots of people these days taking advice from people they shouldn't be taking advice from. And what I always try to tell people and think for myself is don't take advice from someone, um, unless they have a life that you want, unless you would have, unless you would trade lives with them. If you would trade lives with them for whatever reason, then yeah, take their advice. But like my advice will only ever get you to where I am in life. You know what I mean? For the most part. I mean, and same with you. Like someone shouldn't be listening to you and hiring you as a coach unless they want to achieve specifically what you've achieved and also be the type of person that you are. That's a big part of it too. There are lots of people out there who have made millions and millions of dollars, but they're assholes and their lives are terrible and they, they're divorcing their wife and you would never, you would never want to trade your, your life with theirs, but you're buying their course or you're watching their YouTube videos and this, that, the other thing. And I'm just thinking, no, it's a, it's a holistic thing. So I, yeah. that is such good advice. And I really, I want to just touch on that for a minute here because, you know, um, I was, I'm reading the, the book from Grant Cardone, uh, obsessed or be average, be obsessed or be average. And he says, don't ever hire a coach or a mentor unless they've achieved what you've already achieved. There's so many people that are taking coaching from people or go at, that have never even achieved what they're coaching them to achieve. They've right. actually became a coach or um, a mentor because they, them, they themselves couldn't succeed. So be sure if you're ever going after anybody for advice or for coaching or training in anything that they've actually been able to achieve what you have. For example, I can create million dollar funnels and I can teach people how to do that, but I, I have yet to, I'm not a billionaire, right? I'm, I'm just a millionaire. So I would never try to teach people how to be billionaires since I have not done that yet. And he actually right. uses that specific example in his book. Right. So, so true. I love it. And the one exception I would say to that is like professional advice, like, like, like a lawyer, you know, like if, if you're going to hire a lawyer, you know, you, you can probably just hire the lawyer, assuming they're good. And, you know, like there are some cases where like, okay, you maybe don't need to know 
what your lawyer's love life is like. Love life is like. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, ideally, you would have a long relationship with them and blo- and know them really well. But you get what I'm saying. I think there's, you know, I'm not going to go to the emergency room and before the doctor comes up to me and gives me some advice, I'm not going to be like, hey, are you married? You know what I mean? Like, I'll probably just listen to the doctor and trust that he probably knows what he's talking about for the for the most part, of course. But you get what I'm saying. But when it comes when it comes to like a mentor or a coach or an influencer you follow or someone's book you're reading. Uh, stuff that you're like, okay, I'm going to apply this to my life. This is my new program for life revitalization. It's like, and also the other thing too, is the best coaches, the best people with advice, they just help me to listen to myself better and have more confidence in me. Like all the coaches I've ever met who are like, listen, Paul, I know exactly what you got to do for your business to explode it in 90 days. And it's contradicting what I have in my head. A lot of times that's not the coach for me. But it's the coaches that validate what's going on in my head. Like Russell says, validate their, their suspicion, confirm their suspicions, uh-huh. you know, and then you just help me. The best coaches help me lean into my voice better and have more confidence to follow what, what my intuition is saying. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. because I don't ever think I know better than someone else what they should do with their life because I don't know all about them. I can just help them to follow their intuition and have better skills and tools and abilities. You know, and, and if they ask me for advice, you can give it, of course. You give your advice, but always with that understanding of like, you know, you all, everyone all, I think everyone already knows what they're supposed to do. They just don't do it because they're scared. They're afraid or they're, they need someone like you to hold the space for them to say, no, I did it too. I did it too. I achieved the real estate agent dream. You can do it too. Here's what worked for me. You know what I mean? But And then keep thinking through all the time because it's yeah. obstacles are gonna come up and it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be difficult. Yes. Yeah. And then a coach is great because then a coach can be like, hey, that's an obstacle, jump right over it, you'll be fine. And then you're like, okay, hop, I'm good. You know what I mean? But if you didn't have that coach, you might chill at that obstacle for a year because you don't know what's on the other side. But the coach does. Yeah, yeah. I love it, Paul. Very, very nice. And I love that you're drinking your water. You're practicing what you're preaching, which is amazing. I, I my, my water bottle is empty right now. I'm just like, ah, oh. <laughs> as long as I have it with me, I drink it. But then once it goes away, I need to remember to fill it back up. So, well, I appreciate your time. What a, what a great podcast this has been. I so appreciate you, Paul. Thank I you so much for everything. And remember everyone, this is a great uplifting um, podcast. I hope it helped. I want, really want to thank you so much for giving me a little piece of your time and your day. And as always, remember, learning is great, but you need to implement. Make it a great day. Hey there, I have a brand new podcast called Fired Up with Krista Mayshore, where I bring my high energy right to your ears. This podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So do me a favor, go subscribe and leave a review. All this information is free and I cannot wait to teach you everything I know. Thanks so much for watching my video. You can learn more about how to be a successful real estate professional by watching other videos that I have. And be sure to subscribe to my channel. And as always, make it a great home selling and buying day.